Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. <laughs> Welcome to the Lovability My Podcast. <laughs> Brad and I are already talking about deal breakers today. So, uh, welcome, uh, Jennifer Stiers, sidekick Brad, uh, and we are uh, we are already excited about our topic today, uh, relationship deal breakers. We were just uh, actually talking about one, uh, so we can't wait to dive in and hear y'all's. Um, I have been getting emails as well and text messages from friends uh, to deal breakers, and so this should be an interesting conversation. Uh, I think it's I think there's a lot of touchy uh, subjects we're going to hit today. Uh, with touchy the, is one of them. Touchy, touchy <laughs> is one of them, actually. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Or not touchy. So we'll just kind of wait for everybody to get on, uh, wait for everybody to get on. And uh, I would like to, real quick reminder is that all of you are jumping on to participate. Uh, the Love Gen Select program, we are starting events uh in December, though, I may actually, I'm actually thinking about starting them sooner just because things opened up a little bit. And the whole purpose of the Love Gen Select program is for you guys to meet each other. Uh, so we might do do an event in October because I have one in mind. And, uh, and I'll let you guys know about that. And then we might run a special promo for that. And then uh, we'll probably start events in November so we can have everybody holiday ready uh, because lots of people don't want to be alone on the holidays. So, uh, okay. So uh, deal breakers. This was a, this was an interesting one. So let me tell you how this was birthed, the idea. Uh, we started talking about, uh, well, politics have been a big thing uh, for a really long time. And um, of course, I don't want any fights on on the podcast, uh, so I don't want to really talk politics. But if we're honest, if we're that's honest, that's a big. One. It is a big deal yeah. right now, and it is it is definitely coming between people. And I don't really necessarily think it needs to. I mean, I I think Brad that if we do think differently or feel differently, if we do have opposing parties, if you can have an intelligent conversation about it without name calling or without curse words, um, that would be the best way to go about things. That's pretty I, much about anything, right? <laughs> really. And, and if you could just talk to someone and I'm going to say this to you ladies, especially, this is super important, Brad. I don't know uh -oh. if you've run into this, but it's going to be a setup. No, it's not. It's really not because I'm hearing it from you guys. Ladies, I don't care what your political beliefs are. Never forget you're a lady when you're expressing your beliefs about anything, political or not political. Um, anytime, there just seems to be a lot of fuel behind politics. This and year there, especially. Mm -hmm, and there seems to be a lot of uh, emotional expression that isn't very ladylike. And <laughs> it... it it doesn't matter how you feel about a candidate or a person. Use your best manners that your parents hopefully taught you, you know, and, and use, I mean, because it is a deal breaker. It is, it is what started this whole deal is that I, I'm seeing these as major deal breakers even before people meet for the first time. Don't offend somebody talking about politics or using foul, unladylike or unmanlike language Unmanlike? Um, unmanlike. What is that? I don't know. 
unmanlike. I don't know. I, I can make up whatever I want. That's it's true. It's now. your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are you getting asked that question more, you think, this year? in your oh, matchmaking in relation to like what's his affiliation what is I have that people like I have real... people actually drawing boundary lines yeah. now where I haven't before where people have always taken the stance of it's okay if they feel uh different about me politically right. or, or different than me politically as long as we can discuss it well people are at that point right now where they're not yep. discussing anything they're just name calling and yep. doing and and saying hateful things and Number one, I know a huge deal breaker for everybody, um, but as a matchmaker, I get to hear more than most people. Yeah, negativity sure. is a big one. So if you are if you are expressing any negativity about anything in your life, your ex husband, your ex wife, your children, the state of the economy, your presidential candidate potential, whatever, uh, it doesn't matter. Just being ugly. Remember to always be positive and talk about what you stand for instead of what you're against. That would help a lot of things in this world. Okay. I'm off my little personal rant. Um, Let me so, get that box for you. Okay. Yes, I know. But I know politics is a big thing and it is super important to me uh, as a matchmaker and as a person that cares about you all finding love, be positive and watch your mouth. Because no man wants a woman that curses like a sailor or says unladylike things about anything, about anything. Uh, you know, this is funny too. I had, I asked, I put up the post about today and uh, uh, Keith said, chronic bad breath can break any deal. That's the hygiene one, right? Oh, we have, <laughs> hygiene's a huge one. We're going to hit that one all over the place today yeah. because number one, Chronic bad breath. That's the worst. I mean, but it's fixable. So, like, we're we're back to that. Is that really a deal breaker if she can have a breath mint or he can eat an Altoid? Like, I get there might be. Is do you there offer somebody if somebody has bad breath? Do you get, do you offer them a piece of gum? Well, I usually take one out and say, "Hey, you want one?" <laughs> what if they say no? I, please take one. <laughs> You're like, no. No, I really am. This is really I good insist. gum. I insist. I insist you just try it. You can spit You'll, it out. You're gonna love it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because like when I think of deal breakers, I think of stuff that like can't be fixed. I mean, bad breath can be fixed, right? With some changes. Unless it's halitosis. Well, I get it. I get it. But that's caused I don't even by know something. What halitosis right? is. It's just a word of some disease of bad breath. But I'm sure people inflammation have it. of the hollow. It's just a gross word. Uh, but uh, but you know, I hey, guess what? Stink of any kind Stink. is out. Just smells are out. You be funky. So this has always been a huge. Uh, this has always been a huge deal breaker of mine, and we've talked about it a lot on the podcasts in in little places. What? I was just saying you're not talking to me about my bad breath. No, I'm not. No, Brad does not. Never had bad breath. Uh, but hygiene is super important. It's not just important to me. It's important to everybody. I actually had this discussion with a couple guy friends of mine recently. And I hate to say it, ladies, but he was talking about ladies. And, you know, and men, you're, it's the same goes for you. You know, you go on a date, please bathe, please shower <laughs> before you, before you go on. I mean, it's. Don't just go to the gym and throw on some cool clothes and head to the bar. <laughs> I, I, I don't care if you're dating somebody, if you are dating them regularly and you're going to their house for dinner, shower first. You can't have that problem. That can't be like people that you work with. It can't be. 
Yeah. What can't be? People that don't shower. Oh, I'm just talking about friends. Okay. I'm just talking yes. about friends that have brought this up. Okay. One guy that I know had three girls that he dated in a row that had stink issues. Three. Him or her? Them. Oh. Them. And so, what Again, do you do? Fixable. And then he's like, what do I say? Like, <laughs> how do I fixable. tell somebody? How do I tell a woman that she needs to shower or whatever? I mean, Girl, you'd be funky. Gosh, you know? Um, and it, then he asked me, well, how would you know if somebody were clean, you know, if they did take care of themselves? Well, here's how. Because they don't stink? Kim, Kim said nasty feet, <laughs> yes. which is so funny. Um Look at those things. Look at people's fingernails. Look at their toenails. Look at look at um, other parts. Like if, if toenails. If yeah, their toes and their feet. Like if they're they're not well groomed, manicures, pedicures. If they don't smell good everywhere else. If their hair is dirty or messy or greasy or their clothes look wrinkled, like they just grabbed them out of the you know laundry pile, dirty laundry pile. You're probably not dealing with a very hygienic person. And it matters because if you're going to get intimate with that person, that's a huge turn It may turn get off. worse. It's a huge <laughs> turn off. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Here's a few Here's a few that's jumped on here that said bad, bad breath. Laura said bad breath could be a dental issue. Okay. Which is a deal breaker. Um, Jody, I think when we said deal breaker, she's saying what she's looking for is good core values, honesty. Uh, Chelsea says being inconsistent is a deal breaker for her. Um, and then Susan jumped here like, just get your teeth cleaned every three or six months. You shouldn't have a problem. She must right? be in the in the dental business. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> she should probably put a link up to her. That's right. <laughs> um, Kelly says, let's just say bad hygiene, period, is a deal breaker. Smokers and coffee drinkers, yep. again, same thing. Stink. Yep. yep. Stink. Stink's a big one. It's a huge, huge, huge. But can we say smell? Stink's more, much more appropriate for what we're talking about. <laughs> well, there are good smells. You could smell good. How? What about that? What about perfumes that irritate you? Or okay. colognes? Okay, that's a good point. Like that's don't an easy spill, one to fix. Like too. don't spill the bottle on you before you go out. Like, yeah. that's that is completely offensive. The, the grandma perfume that when they walk in a room, the whole bar smells them. Yeah, I... Uh, Sorry, grandmas, but that's... That. We definitely need to be careful about too much cologne. Uh, Michael says chin hair. Says what? <laughs> chin hair. Ladies, get the pluck. <laughs> chin hair? Chin hair. Is that a thing? Well, the, with, for those with good hygiene, no. <laughs> it could be. Who has chin hair? Who said that? Your boy, Michael. Michael. Him too. Um, M2. <laughs> You're lying. He's just He's laughing. Not lying. I've seen it. Michael. I'm Michael. What I've women have chin hair? I've seen it. You have? Yes. On women? Yes. God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into some, some more. Let's get into the really good stuff. What are we at? We're only 10 minutes in, so. Okay. Now we let's do, get we into do. like let's start in with let's start in with like bad kissers. Ooh. And we're gonna just totally take that straight into you know. Bad what. kissers. Yeah. So I've heard this one a lot. This is this is a big one. Uh, you know. Interestingly enough, guys, chime in on this because, I mean, if somebody's a good kisser, you could kiss them all day long. You know, that's like the with, best thing ever. What if they're a good kisser with bad breath? Mm. It doesn't go together. I just don't even see it. You're not going to keep kissing somebody that has bad breath. That's awful. By the way, people that drink wine, you should brush your teeth before you kiss somebody because that's <laughs> disgusting. It's, yeah. What if they're that drinking taste. the same wine? 
It doesn't matter. It leaves mm. like a taste in your mouth. Anyway, um, so uh, so kissing. I've oh. heard people say with the kissing that you could teach somebody how to kiss. I mean, how awkward is it to tell somebody who stinks to go take a shower? How do you tell somebody who isn't kissing well to they, they need kissing lessons and they're doing something wrong? Like, how do you correct somebody in a kissing? I should be the one answering this, but I mean... It's either there or it's not. And if somebody can't kiss, then do you really want to know what else is coming? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I hate to say. I told you we were going to get into it today. I told, told the producer to watch the dump, get the dump button ready. <laughs> I mean, pay attention. John says you can't teach someone how to kiss. I don't think you can. And we're getting back up. The boys jump in here. We're getting back up on the chin hair. He says, I've seen it. And chest hair, he says. On women? Yes. Who are you dating? Yes. Hey, it just... Chest listen. hair on a woman? That's a deal breaker. <laughs> I mean, for goodness sake. What if she... I mean, especially if she has more hair than I do on my chest. Well, I'm out. See ya. What in the world? I you have, look great, but... <laughs> all right. I have never, ever no. seen chest hair on a woman. Seen a lot of women's chest? <laughs> so there you have it, guys. Um, okay, so kissing, uh, deal breaker. What? Michael says one single black chin hair. We, I'm telling you, it's a thing. I'm telling you. All right, let's get into kiss. Sorry, I just had to get my boys, my support. So. I don't think you can teach somebody how to kiss. I think mm. you know, there's nothing worse. I heard somebody just say it last night at a birthday party. You know, there's an art to a man knowing when to go in for the kiss, and uh, and. When he goes in and he's like throwing that tongue in there and going to, you know what I mean? Like guys, like there's an art to it. Ladies also, there's an art to it. I mean, you need to, if, if, if somebody doesn't want to kiss you or repeatedly people push away when you try to kiss them, you may want to work on your kissing skills. However you do that. Is there places you can go get trained to kiss? Um, but if you ever had a great kisser, uh, that's, uh, that's the best. Jen, I didn't say I dated her. I've just said I've seen it. <laughs> Brent said, um, he had to tell someone that she was attractive too, but it was like a tongue battle trying to kiss her. Oh gosh. Yeah. A tongue battle. Yeah. You have yeah. to move past kissing quicker, I guess. That's out. That's out. Uh, yeah. Take your time and, um, and don't go Yeah, I think waiting too for that first kiss is, uh, can be important till, till it's the right the right timing is important. And then what that. do you do with, when that happens? So you've been waiting and you're like really into this person and then it finally happens and they suck. I, listen, I've had a, people, a kissing. I've, I, uh, uh, Brant married a great kisser, but you're not married now, but that, that, but you, did you marry her? Cause she was a great kisser. Uh, but she had no chest hair, <laughs> but, uh, but I do think that, uh, that the kissing thing I've known people, and this is important. Everybody that's out there dating, uh, people won't go any further on a date. Like if they've gone out and had a great time, they're attracted to somebody. Yep. If that kiss does not work, they're out. They're completely out. So it is, it's very, very important. Yeah. Very important. You know, um, Jody says bad teeth are horrible, especially if, if you expect to kiss them. You know, I agree. I think I, bad teeth are a deal breaker for me too, Jody. I uh, you're a big teeth person. I'm a huge teeth person. Yeah, yeah somebody's got to have pretty clean, t pretty teeth. Yeah, I mean, take care again, of your teeth. fixable. 
totally fixable. Yeah. Like, totally but, fixable. But that's what I'm saying. If you have like this amazing connection with someone. Yeah. And the only thing keeping you from. Well, you can't tell them to the go teeth. get their teeth fixed. Well, I mean, if you're taking the relationship down that road, if it's been that long, why can't you? Like, hey, honey, we got to go get your teeth fixed. <laughs> your like, shadow man, tooth fixed. We got to get this. <laughs> like, this is not going to work. So, I mean. Oh, I think there's subtle ways of doing that. I mean, obviously, if it's something cosmetic, you know, um, it, it, even if, I hate to say it, even if somebody needs Botox, because there are plenty of people, I, and I know that's superficial, sorry. Sponsorships available. Yeah, that's superficial, <laughs> sorry. But if somebody, there are things that are fixable like that. And, you know, even if you took them to go get Botox and you got it, or you uh, suggested your dentist to them, to maybe have that, you know, crooked tooth fixed or whatever. I mean, all that stuff is important. I sound superficial, but again, I'm. It's not that it is. It's just that which what you is hear the society. That this we're is what in. you hear too. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think too. People also value just like the love languages. They also value what who they are. So, for example, I like. I'm just using this as an example, the teeth thing. So don't think I'm superficial. I spend a lot of money and time um, at my dentist's office on my teeth. It's important. My teeth are important to me. So why wouldn't somebody else's be? Because mm -hmm. I take be. great pride in that. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway. It's understandable. I think a lot of these yeah. are understandable. So I think a lot of these are values. So um, your own personal values. So let's take it a step further with the kissing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Brad's got his voice. <laughs> um, what about if somebody sucks in bed? Well, wait. What? Uh, sucks wait, in the act? Or? Oh. Shame on you, I told Brad. you it was going to be good. This is not you said it. X, X, X rated. It's only it. X rated. Okay. So, uh, so... Uh, Susan saying. says brush twice a day. Okay. So, um, back to um, so if somebody... Isn't good in bed. What do we? What do y'all do? I mean, what do you do? What if you like somebody on every? How important is it? How important is it? And would you stay with somebody if everything else was there except for that? Uh, again, I think, I think that can be learned. You can learn to, you know, if partners talk to each other and in the relationship, and they say, "I like it when you do this. I like it when you don't do, don't do this. Try this. What about that?" Mm -hmm. You know, if, if it's that serious and, and there is that big connection, I think that can be worked on. Right. I think that can be worked on just like, I think a more, I think one of the tougher ones is frequency. What frequency is acceptable or a deal breaker? Like, you know, there's some people out there like, man, once a month, fine with me, you know? And then there's other people like a couple of times a day, <laughs> you know? So I think you have to, I think that discussion Once a month, too, you need some hormones, <laughs> some yeah, hormone replacement. Yeah. Something. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, I mean, that, that, that would be a deal breaker. I mean, I, I of, of course, frequency is a, a huge one. If somebody's yeah. not in line with you and you're, you know, you're not meeting each other's needs in that area, that's a, that is a deal breaker. But, you know, here's my thought on the whole intimacy part. Yes, great sex is amazing, right? Everybody knows that. It's we've everybody's gotten entangled in that. But having said that, I truly believe if you love somebody and you love who they are, you have a little bit more control over that. I mean, even if they're not good, you could make up for what they're lacking 
you know, and by knowing. Well, like I said, I think you can. I think you can. It's not the most important thing. You can learn from each other too. Yeah, I think you can learn. Hey, did you and and you know you talk about it? Hey, did you like this or did you like that or what about this? What about? You can discuss it. Um, you, if you're in a, if you're in a relation, if you're, if you're that, if you can communicate like that, so you can. it's really not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I but I do, I, I guess More the jokes. one thing I want to say is there are, that, that is, that is something that is trainable and that is controllable in some sense, because it, there are two people involved in that. Unlike kissing, which is just, you know. Yeah, it's I mean, just, you can only go so far with a kiss, it's right? Just a mouth I mean, and a tongue, you know. Yeah, you can only you can only do so much with <laughs> yeah. that. But like I said, I think one of the tougher ones is the amount. Right. I think that becomes can be a huge issue right. in a relationship. And um, so nobody else, nobody else is chiming on the sex thing. It's like not a big deal for you guys, I guess. You Cal guys- says if your partner is a great kisser, they'll be good in bed. If the kiss makes you forget where you are and you don't want it to end, the rest will fall into place. I agree. So good kisser equals good in bed? Don't know. Probably. There's probably, yeah. There's got to be a little correlation, right? I would imagine you so. You would think so. I would imagine so. <clears throat> but uh, but you know what? That is such an important thing because I think as we all get older, you start thinking about the fact that, you know, things Things will change eventually. You better love that person you're with. You sure. better value the same things. You better have enough in common and enjoy holding that person's hand and kissing them and all the little things because, you know, you never know. Brian says sex bring. bad. He's out. <clears throat> so that's it. One one shot. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> See ya. Okay. There you go. Uh, so, uh, so somebody had emailed me or messaged me and said, um, that, uh, when a guy agrees to meet you for a drink or whatever, uh, he should, uh, check and see if a girl has made it home. That's a deal breaker for her. If she, if he does not, like they go out to dinner or a drink and he doesn't check to see if she made it home, that that's a, that's a deal breaker. So some of these manners. So is that, is that calling her or just say, Hey, will you let me know when you get home? Is it both? I think a text is perfectly, uh, perfectly fine. Hey, Brian. I, Cause I've right. always, I've always, I think a, a text is perfectly fine. Did you make it home? Okay. I've always just asked them at the end of the date to say, and just said, Hey, I'm kind of chivalrous and I'm not trying to be your dad, but would you mind letting me know when you're home and you're, you're safe, mm-hmm. you know, and, and everyone, uh, they've always been, Oh, that's yes, absolutely. I will. Mm-hmm. And most of them do it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, chivalry is not dead, and that's guys. Just, that's just from my mama. It goes a long, long way to uh, to do things like little things like that. Even if you're not interested in seeing the woman again, it's okay to do things like that because at least you you're not going to leave a bad taste in her mouth. If you're not interested, at least you communicated. At least you were a gentleman. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. It's just are, being nice. Are important, and you know the other thing that this particular person mentioned is if uh, if you've gone on a date with somebody and it wasn't a horrible date, maybe it wasn't true love, but it wasn't a horrible date, that you should go out with them a second time and give it, even if the chemistry and everything wasn't perfectly there, that you should give it a second chance if you're serious about really finding love. And I think women are more willing to do that than men. And um, anyway, I guess it's not so much a deal breaker, but uh, I mean, it's her deal breaker, but, but 
but you guys should do that anyway. I mean, everybody out there that's serious about dating, sometimes people don't show up as themselves on the first date. Yeah. Uh, they're not, they're not presenting as themselves. They're not being vulnerable. Could be nervous. A, could be. I mean, yeah. Could give be them a second chance. Always yeah. give them a second chance. Since we're on sex and all that stuff, this sort of kind of rolls into that, but like these, these, the clinging, uh -huh. the clingy people. Right. Is that a deal breaker for a lot of people that just, oh, where are you and what are you doing? And what about this? And why aren't you texting me? And Clingy people. Uh, you know what? That could not be more of a deal breaker for me. <laughs> I'm telling I you. I mean, but I'm just, I'm, it, it, it really just depends on the person. I think freedom is a big thing. And people that are too clingy are probably terribly codependent. You know what I'm saying? Or needy yeah. or desperate. The attachment, the attachment needy or style, desperate. right? Yeah. Major attachment. And, uh, and so, yeah, I think coming on too strong at the beginning is yep. a deal breaker. You need to give somebody space. And here's the other thing that I hear from a lot of uh, men and women is that whole idea of just because you've been out with somebody once or twice or three times, you don't have to define the relationship. And people that do jump ahead and do that, that's a deal breaker. Somebody that jumps in and is pushing for some type of label or uh, some relationship status or, you know what I mean? That well, yeah. I mean, like, you, you know, on your fourth date. It's going to turn somebody off. You're on your breaker. fourth date and they're like, hey, where are we going with this? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's like our fourth date. <laughs> like, I what's, remember what are years, ago are when, years ago when I was dating, I remember telling guys on the first date, like, I don't move fast. Yeah. Like, don't pressure me because I will, I will be gone. Slow your roll. And it never failed after the, that first day, like done with, done, ready to go home. Yep. And they're already pressuring me about where's this going? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The first date? First date with guys. I, I, I went the actual opposite of all women. That's clingy. I total clingy and they were <laughs> gone. So Lord. listen, if somebody tells you something and you and know desperate. what, that is, that is, uh, it's that possession thing. Like people, they don't want to, they don't want, they, they want to grab a hold of and not, not, they like, just can't let you go. It's not me. It's, it's not just me. <laughs> um, anyway, but that listen to what people say, if they tell you, that they don't want something. They're not going to kiss you on a first date. Um, they're not going to make a commitment. They're not ready for a relationship. Listen to what people are saying up front because those will become deal breaker. Not keeping your word, uh, Susan says. Yep. Uh, so character issues. Uh, absolutely. And and those are red flags and we should notice those and and honor those. When we see them, somebody that's not keeping their word or they're disappearing or ghosting you at the very beginning of all everything, take heed and don't even get into it. Just don't even, don't even go there. Right. Yeah. The whole not keeping your word thing, it, it, it drives me crazy. Um, communication, you're having communication. Mm -hmm. You finally ask her out, disappears, whatever. Um, and I'm sure it happens, it happens on both sides, but it's just, it's just. Yeah, at the basis of it, and we've talked about it before, it's just rude. So it's Cal, just rude. Cal said hostile attitudes yep. about your ex. I want a lady that chooses to be happy. That's a big one. Big one. I, I keep hearing this yeah. one too. You know, heal before you get into a relationship. And and I say that because if you're healed, you'll you'll at least be able to look at the good about mm -hmm. your ex and be grateful for I mean, obviously sure. you were with them. You know, they are a product of your own choice. So uh, so make yourself look good. If you chose somebody that was less than, than perfect, which everybody is, but you know what I'm saying, you don't bring in your baggage and your negativity. Just get over negativity, it. Negativity, 
don't bring it in. No. Nobody wants to hear it, and nobody wants to nobody wants to take that kind of energy on at all. So I, mean, I can't stand it when you're on a date or you're hanging out or something, even in a group, and and, and the one person's always, well, he did this and he did that and she did this and she. And I'm just like, dude, move on. It was like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it is a huge deal breaker. I've been I've actually been hearing a lot of that. And it's not just it's not just on the women. It's men are men are doing it too. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. So yeah, for sure. Uh, so that and by the way, there's never a second date when it comes to that. I mean, I can I can't tell you the amount of time somebody said that lady was amazing, she, you know, or he was great, and they had nothing but nice things to say about them except for that part of it. And they don't want to be the next bad story is what they're thinking. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be the next victim and, and have to deal with this. So. Taylor Swift comes to mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she writes songs. She, yes, absolutely. Wow. Uh, he says insecure people. It's insecure people. He doesn't, you know, that's some of that that we're talking about. Insecure people that want to cling yeah. right up front. Yeah. And then Kristen says someone who's financially stable. So, that, mm -hmm. you know, manages their money properly and takes care of their business, if you will. Right. Um. That, that is a big one. Right. That I, is a big one. I think honesty is one too. I've been having uh, conversations about honesty as well. Uh, and if somebody, uh, somebody was telling me about, like they just broke up with somebody that, because of a lie that they told. And it was initially when they first met that the guy told her that he owned a house and he didn't own a house. And he kept the lie up by even actually taking her to the house, like driving by well, a house, house that he it? never owned. Who knows? But she did end up breaking up with him because of that honesty thing. That's a big lie. But but don't lie. Even small lies, even where you were, what you were doing, who you were with, don't because the minute that the minute that somebody doubts you, things are pretty much over because then anything you say from that point forward is not going to go over well. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug next week, uh, next week's podcast because this is also a deal breaker. And, uh, but we're going to really, it, it deserves a, an entire show. Uh, and that is, that is the femininity thing. And that is women not showing up as ladies, uh, and, and not being able to express their feminine, uh, feminine side and femininity. It really is throwing things off these days. I mean, are they walking up in coveralls and boots and no, stuff? No, it's, it's, it's a, it, and, and again, we're going to go into it next week. I have a, I have a female that I'm going to be chatting with a special guest that you guys are going to love. Uh, but it's, uh, it is about a, a lot of women, you know, getting into powerful positions now mm -hmm. and in they're, they're doing the same thing in a relationship. They're completely dominating, controlling, if I, if I could, if I, I mean, the amount of guys that say a woman is aggressive, you know, that women are being aggressive. Yep. It's such a turnoff, ladies. You've got to learn balance in your life. You could, you could, you know, you can be controlling and powerful everywhere else, but not in your relationship. So there is a yin and yang, and we are going to talk about it next week, but it is That'd a huge deal breaker right from the beginning. So... Uh, so that's, uh, let's talk about another important. big one that, that I think is a big subject for a lot of folks. Maybe not as much as it used to be, but smokers, Ooh. you know, not to pick on anybody, but smokers should probably date other people that smoke most likely. Right. Right. Is that, is that what you're finding? Is that what you're hearing? And let's, let's talk about all kinds of smoking. Like, what about those that like to 
roll a doob every now and then, you know, and have a little pot. Oh, because that's a big, that's a big popular deal. You know, I just had this happen with with somebody telling me about a, a gentleman. She really liked him. She liked, I mean, it was it. Like she really liked him. Yep. And then he started talking about smoking pot. And that was it, huh? Done. Absolutely done. You know what? I know people. That might affect, that might fix the bad kissing. <laughs> Why? You don't you care. Okay. You know, hey, yeah, it was all great, kiss, man. Just give but... me some Doritos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got the snack on. Forgot <laughs> so about funny. the kissing. Um, yeah. Smoking, pot smoking. I have a friend that smokes and. I would never know that she smokes. Speak. I was just telling her last night because I can't ever smell it on her, and I can yeah. smell everything. I have a pregnant woman's nose. I can smell everything, and I don't smell smoke on her breath. I don't smell it on her hair. I don't smell it ever. So, I suppose if you do have a habit like that, then hygiene again is super important. Sure. Hygiene. Back to hygiene, everyone. So, what about snuff? What about the guy that chews tobacco? Bless America. It depends on where he, uh, you hey, know. I'm telling you, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that still enjoy their snuff. Uh, yes. Um, you know? yes, there are. In fact, I, uh, I, uh, used to date baseball players and they are famous for that. And that and sunflower dip seeds. thing that they put all their spit in with that is so disgusting. It's called a spit cup. Oh my cup. God. It's a spit cup. Uh, so Kelly says. But all you do is put a little cat litter in the bottom of it. Which is all you always have. <laughs> Put a little cat litter in the bottom of it, and it works a lot better. Thanks for that. Are sure. you dip? Uh, I did for about 12 years. You don't do that anymore, though. I've never seen mm-hmm. you. Oh, my God. Okay, so drugs. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about that, drugs and uh, alcohol, uh, because yeah. I think those are, uh, those are huge deal breakers uh, for some people. I know that's a big one for me. Uh, so I, well, I mean, I, yeah, if the guy breaks out a line on the date, <laughs> oh mean, my gosh, that's going to be like, he's sitting there with the credit card before he pays. So, so <laughs> funny last night but, I was talking, uh, to my crew about, uh, I need to bring this up because we were talking, crew? I was out to dinner with some people for a birthday celebration. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends said a deal breaker was, uh, cocaine in your mustache. <laughs> Yes, came yeah. back from the bathroom. You got <laughs> a little. You got a little something we, there. We died laughing, but yeah, got a little something I mean, right there. But but I mean that would be out, right? Done, right? Um, but excessive use of alcohol—that's we're adults now. We're not twenty-five years old anymore, or twenty or whatever it is when people abuse alcohol or whatever it's acceptable. Well, let's let's dig into that too because let's unpack it. Um. What is excessive use? Like, I, I get if the guy's drunk all the time or the gal's just, like, drinking all the time or you call them at 10 o'clock in the morning and there's an issue or whatever. I get that part of it. But there's a lot of people that go home after their work days and make a drink every night. And they're not there to get drunk. They're not trying to get drunk. I'm just wondering, like, for some people that may be too much, though, right? I uh, I, I guess maybe. Or a glass for, of wine a night, people. you know. For some people, yeah. Uh, but I, I think we needed to find what is excessive. But I think deal breakers would be these party people, these people that yeah. are going out drinking every night or yep. a few nights a week. Makes sense. Uh, every time they are out drinking, that they are getting intoxicated. You know, doing shots. I mean, for God's sakes, we're adults. Like, who, I need to work. Like, how do people do I that? I don't, I don't even get how you do that. People, I don't do shots. You know, I've never so, done shots. So excessive alcohol consumption, a lifestyle that uh, that 
breeds that kind of thing. Like yeah. you're, you're a grown up, but you're acting like a kid, not, not something that adults that are interested in a serious relationship really, really want. Uh, so Kelly brings up a really good, she says, if every date or activity that you guys are doing together is focused on drinking or they can't go a day without a drink, that's a red flag. And I, that's what I was trying to get to is that, you know, for a lot of people, um, that, that to me makes sense, you know, because there's a lot of us, me included, that every now and then, or we go home at night and we sit down in front of the TV and we have a drink or a glass of wine, you know, to kind of wash off the day, if you will, you know, so, but that makes sense. If everything's surrounding it, that's an addiction, I think. No. Uh, hey, I, I'm not that person cause I hardly ever drink. So, uh, so I, I would not. I'm not that person who would go yeah. home and never have a drink. I know you do it. I'm not judging you because I think one drink. No, is I do. Is I enjoy. Fine. I enjoy a drink it's at fine. night uh, or a glass of wine at night. So usually with dinner. Yeah. So uh, so uh, what so what other deal breakers? There's got to be more more deal breakers than that. Um, I know uh, one of my other clients had sent over to me uh, somebody who's not living a, a Christian or a faithful life, a, a non-believer. non-believer. A non-believer. So. so that gets back to a lot of belief systems, mm -hmm. right? So it sort of correlates to your political beliefs. And I don't, I'm not saying non-believers. I'm not, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, is that. It should correlate to your political beliefs. Well, I think what I'm trying to explain is that it, it, it's a value system, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. could you date someone who's a non-believer? Could you date someone of a different political party? Could you date someone who has a different belief on you on a certain social economic thing, all those things come into play is what I'm trying to talk about. So how is that, you know, you talk to folks that obviously everybody you date can't believe the same way you do. It's impossible, right? So what are people telling you out there when, when they say, oh gosh, he's great and everything's wonderful about him, but he has this belief that I just can't get over. Do you hear that a lot? I would just, just think in today's world, you're probably hearing that more. The only place I'm hearing that as a deal breaker is politics. I'm just saying. Okay. Because religion, I think, especially as people have uh, gotten past raising children and their children are older and established religiously, that people can, can worship however they want to worship mm -hmm. as an adult. And so you do see sometimes, you know, maybe somebody who is Jewish dating a Christian or something like that, because mm -hmm. it's not as big of a deal. Uh, but it all depends on how you practice your faith. You know, it all, that all, that all is going to make a difference. I mean, if you're the kind of person that likes to pray before you eat and you're with somebody who doesn't, and that's a daily activity and it's something that's important, it's to, important you, to you, then that would be a deal breaker if you couldn't share that with somebody, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, I agree. That's what I was in. There's a lot right. of people, mostly females guys, they're jumping here saying they wouldn't, I've they, seen wouldn't some date men a, too. Yeah. they wouldn't date an unbeliever and or a non-believer. Yeah, number one, well, number one thing. So you have seen, you have seen different religions or denominations or faith date. I have. And that, and that can work. Uh, it can. Okay. It can. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I think that's what most of them are saying. They're saying, I, I just I'm holding want my tongue believes. for a lot of this because <laughs> I, I, 
I mean, I just hate to say it, but everything keeps going back to politics for me because so much of religion now is tied into politics. And so there's but I a think lot we've of made things that. that are... I think we've done that to it. Okay. If that makes sense. We're going to agree to disagree. Uh, okay. So, uh, so um, going back to... Uh, so oh, Jeannie has a good question. Unbelievers and someone different political view. Do you still uh, count them as picky? Oh, you're so funny, Brant. <laughs> He's uh, messaging me on my post. Uh, so, uh, can you date someone with a checkered past? Diet and exercise. That's a big one. So, can you date someone with a checkered past? And Michael's asking that. Yes, Michael. Yes, <laughs> especially for you. We love you. Uh, Michael Moulton, M2. He's been on we my show. We all have a past. Everybody's got a past. It depends it, on what it, who people are being in the present and how they're showing up. I think, what he's, I think what he's saying is, like, is a deal breaker if someone has a, a pretty rough past. Like, if, if you've, I don't know, been incarcerated or had some addiction or whatever, can people get through that? And I think the answer is yes. Absolutely. You, you can, because that's not the same person. At least you should. If you're a believer, you're supposed to go about it that way. So if we're talking about belief systems, mm -hmm. then you're supposed to, to be able to handle that. I do think that the one thing I would say, Michael, to that, and this is another conversation which I'm sure we'll have together, because this is a good topic uh, in, as far as a checkered past, when it comes to drugs and alcohol abuse and addiction, obviously, if you're signing up for that because that's somebody's history, then you there are things you need to know. Mm -hmm before you get into that. And that, again, that's a whole nother topic, which you just made me think we'll do it. We should do a, a podcast on it because of the fact that I think there's so many different addictions. There's drugs, alcohol, sex is a big one, Porn. right? Porn, Porn shopping. I mean, there's yeah. all kinds Gambling. of, yeah, there's uh, love. There's all kinds of addictions out there. And if you know somebody has an addiction, they're is a different attitude and uh, a different attitude and come from when you're getting into a relationship. With I thought them. Karen had a really good point. She said, you have to have the same basic beliefs and core values, the little things you can get beyond. Right. And I think that's, I think that's an ex exactly what you're saying. And Karen says she's a convicted sex offender reformed. Sorry. Right. Done. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's certain levels of past that we can all agree on. You got it. You can't. So I agree with you on that. Uh, so, uh, ah, so Tiffany, Tiffany, our little fitness person there says she can't deal with excessive drinking. Yeah. Well, I think too, it all comes to down to the fact, you know, somebody also asked about diet and exercise and that's a big deal. If, and that's a big, that is a deal breaker for a lot of people. If you care about your health and you work out and you watch what you put in your body most of the time. And you're not eating these <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> then, uh, then you want somebody also that shares that lifestyle because, you know, if you're a person that's not going to go through the McDonald's drive-through ever in your whole entire life, you don't want somebody that lives off of that kind of diet. You don't want if you're working out and you're taking care of yourself. You don't want somebody that doesn't have that incorporated into their lifestyle because. They'll never understand how important it is to you to make time for that in your day. You know, but every now and then you got to have some cheese enchiladas. <laughs> you just have to. And Starburst. I mean, and uh, for you, Starburst. And so, uh, so yeah, and and understanding lifestyle too. Like Tiffany is a, a trainer uh, and a fitness professional, as she would say. And 
and that's her lifestyle. So she's got to find somebody that that also yeah that wants to have the same kind of stuff. Because that's a lifestyle, Tiffany. That's a that's a big. It's a, it's a commitment. Yep. It's your whole life, really. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so uh, and Tina says not looking for perfection, but conviction. Um, I like so that. I love that. I absolutely love that. Uh, so, Tammy also said you can't freeze people in time. People can change for the better, right. although you can't change them. You know, deal breakers talking about uh, conviction and perfection. I think I hear people say deal breakers too are people that have no uh, goals in life. They don't. They're you know, not moving toward about anything. anything. They're just flying through life with yep. no, you know, with no purpose. That's a big one. And and people want a man or woman with purpose. The days of just floating by and living off the land. Yeah. Or a man, ladies. Uh, is not something that turns anybody on. Well, I think you bring up a good point, though. Is enchiladas that, are the best. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you bring up a point, though, is that someone who doesn't have conviction about anything, mm -hmm. you got to have some sort. You some be passionate about something. Got to have something in there, right? There's got to be some sort of, of of passion or energy or something. Like if you're just like, eh, whatever about everything. Right. Well, that's probably a pot smoker too. <laughs> so <like>, whatever, man. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I think the one thing, and I do, I do go through this uh, with my clients, and we do talk about deal breakers. Deal breakers are important. It's important that you know what yours are uh, and what you stand for. And, uh, and I think a lot of them we've covered today, a lot of them are basic. Um, a lot of them are, a, we've got to be thinking about how we're always showing up because a lot of the deal breakers where people are going to dismiss you is on a first, second, or third date. They're not. You're, there are certain things that people are not going to get past. Uh, I hate to say dressing is a big one too. The way people dress on a date, I hear it more from men than I do women. I've told you guys that men care about how you look. They they notice if your clothes are in style. They notice if you've put yourself together well. They notice if you bought your clothes recently or in the 80s. <laughs> and, and I've heard the same thing with women and men, uh, with men. So uh, so make sure you're making a good impression. Take a shower, for goodness sakes. <laughs> Brush your teeth, floss your teeth. I can't believe we're having that discussion. It's stupid. It's so stupid that we have to, but I can't even tell you, uh, I can't even tell you the amount of people uh. that I've talked to. The hygiene thing is a big deal. I just don't, I can't believe someone goes on a date that doesn't take a shower. If you heard the stories that I heard last week about women and hygiene issues, ladies, come on. It's not that hard to, to be clean. <laughs> God. Is that bad to say? I'm not, I love women. I'm not like, I mean, but for this guy to have dated three really pretty women, like Ugh. I, uh, no, I mean, for him to have dated three beautiful, well put together women, but their, their personal hygiene sucked. I mean, come on. That's not a hard thing to handle. No, it's uh, not. Okay, so um, I'm off the I'm off that rant. Right. That's a big rant for me always. Uh, okay, uh, Tina says, Love Gen Select still available. It's it is. It definitely is. And uh, and I need to uh, I need to put more out on it so because we are getting to deadline time yeah. where we're about to start. So uh, so I will put some stuff up for that for uh, sign up. Um, I am going to be doing an event in a couple weeks. Uh, so, uh, something kind of came up and I thought it would be fun. So it is of course only in Dallas, but, uh, but I am going to get some people together for an event and I'd like to start the events, 
in November versus December to start putting some things together just because I want everybody to be holiday ready. I just think it's important that we uh, get out there. Uh, <laughs> it's not that hard. Dry shampoo is acceptable, but you do have to shower. Yes, yeah. and please shower. You don't have dry shampoo for your bod. Please shower before the select events. Yeah. Please. Uh, uh, That's Brian, our disclaimer. Brian, what's an example of what? Uh, I think some of the naughty lady hygiene. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you can't figure that out. It's exactly. <laughs> I'm not going into I'm, that. I'm biting my tongue. So it's, I am too. I, mm. I really am too. Uh, so, uh, so having said that, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. So make a really good first impression. Take care of yourself. Uh, present yourself well. Uh, continually present yourself well. Consistency is important, right? Uh, if you're planning on bringing somebody else in your life, they want to continuously enjoy you uh, in a pleasant way, right? And um, and, uh, and Tina says, respect for yourself, respect yourself, uh, take care of yourself. And, and by all means, don't be afraid to lovingly communicate to somebody if you are interested in this, you do have a deal breaker and it is something that can be handled. If you do it with grace and love. Sure. And sometimes you know, maybe even honestly telling someone, you know, if it's that important to you, being able to say it with love, that would work as well. But, uh, but that's it. That's all I'm going to say as regards to that. So, uh, so, uh, in the meantime, you guys have an amazing week and we enjoyed, uh, the conversation and, uh, I, I will see you next week with my special guest and talking about, uh, the whole feminine deal for you ladies. So hope you, uh, hope you ladies will join me next week. So have a great week, everybody. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information, or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com, or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.